0: What's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in. This is episode 152, Chilling with Chalupa number 6. Uh, yeah, so this is a lot of fun. Uh, we Okay, it wasn't a lot of fun. It was a pain in the ass. Not because of you're in Chalupa. How dare you go there? But uh, technology was not on our side. We live in 2020. We're in the goddamn future. Robots are cleaning our homes. Yet Skype won't work and WhatsApp won't work. Thank God we figured out an old barbaric way that we used to do it. But I think the juice is worth the squeeze. This was a real fun one to do with Aaron Chalupa. Uh, catching up with Aaron's always fun. He's got 100 stories, and I've got all the time to listen. And uh, there's, a, there's a jump in because uh, at some point I think the girls come into the studio and they start chatting away with me. Long, long story short, um, yeah, this is going to be a good one. We're chilling with Chalupa, catching up with the cabra, and finding out what's on his mind. This is the Not After 30 podcast, a podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. Aaron, are you there?
1: (laughs) Anthony, can you hear me? Aaron,
0: I can hear you. (laughs) Now I'm in the closet. (laughs)
1: <laughs> now I know you didn't do me
0: like that when I was in the closet and you thought I was at work, but I wasn't
1: and you were creeping. So I pulled my gun. <laughs> One, I'm gonna shoot this bitch
0: Two. <laughs> oh what a classic. You know what? I mean don't get me wrong, R. Kelly didn't didn't do great things except yeah. for the whole Locked in Your Closet series, which was amazing. And 12players.com, TP212, TP.com, which was like my jam, my, my Sexy Time album.
1: <laughs> you know, actually, I don't know the song. I don't listen to much R. Kelly, except when people make fun of him. So that, like, what I was quoting was uh, was South Park. Oh, South Park, right, right, right. That was like the... Yeah, uh, anyway. Yeah, anyways. I, I can dig it. It reminds me of, um, oh man, what was your friend's name? Um, your buddy that you did the recorded the songs with back in high school. Oh, Steve. <clears throat> yeah, very very R and B style, you know. Yes,
0: yes, and that wasn't in high yes. school.
1: That was post high school. What? Man, you were really lame after high school. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was actually lame in high school too. <laughs> it, it, it would it would have been it would have been cool if it was high school, but now you're just lame. <laughs> yeah. If it helps anyway, at all, it, it was
0: just after high school. If it helps at all. But yes, uh-huh. it was post secondary. <laughs> so what's up, my man? Alrighty. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego this week?
1: <laughs> I am in, uh, I'm, I'm in, I'm in the village or the town of Ebs, so Ebbs, so E B B S, just outside of Kufstein uh, in Austria, and that's about, um, oh, what is it, like eighty kilometers away from, um, oh my goodness, uh, Innsbruck where they used to have the Olympics. They had, I think they had the Olympics here twice in Austria, All right, right uh, in Innsbruck. So, yeah, not too far away from there, uh, really in the in Tirol, the area of Tirol in, uh, in Austria. I have some family here, so I'm with my cousin and her husband. And, uh, oh, man, uh, I haven't seen them in many years, and they are super cool. I don't get to see them as often. It's, they're usually busy out and about traveling and stuff. So this is a real treat.
0: Very nice. Yeah, so and how, you? Well, I'm in the brand new, almost finished furnishing <gasps> and decorating, <gasps> brand new new Billy Shears Podcast <clears throat> Studio, oh. still in, in Milton, Ontario. Oh my goodness, you,
1: Milton just can't shake you, buddy, no, they can't shake
0: you. They're going to try.
1: You, you know? know what, are, are you, are you going to try to beat uh, Vancouverton one day for that riding? I think you could do it.
0: Yeah, you know, um, what? my platform will be like, I just want to make Milton cool and make the traffic less shitty, and that's it. <laughs> Vote for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. I'm fucking in. Yeah, man. Um, the studio is fantastic. Um, I'm, I'm hoping the sound quality is going to be awesome. And uh, just waiting for you to show up. Hell yeah, buddy. Hell Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I guess this is chilling with Chalupa. Um, I don't. I tried to look earlier to see what episode this could have been. Uh, I think this is mm-hmm. chilling with Chalupa either number six or number seven. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's a long, long time since we've done one of these. Yes, it has been and too it, long. And it's actually been a long time since we've just we've just chatted. Like
1: you know, we're usually shooting. Quick messages here and there. Um, yeah. And Life means, has been busy on both ends, man. And then the time difference too, like oh, shit. Not happening.
0: The, the, the you know what yeah. the the Alberta versus Ontario time difference was one thing. But mm-hmm. but this Milton versus Austria
1: time difference, total <laughs> motherfucker. Transatlantic? yeah <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, the transatlantic I, I, time difference. I'm feeling Marconi's pain now. I'm not sure if you know who Marconi was, but uh, he was the one that uh, sent the uh, the telegram across the Atlantic at Signal Hill in in Newfoundland. Right on. Now that you yeah, said that, quoting Paul Bissonnette, uh, Newfoundlands. <laughs> <laughs> well done, well done. <laughs> oh my God, painful, painful. But yes, yeah, so no, like uh, we had the holidays, we had the time difference. Um, you know, I'm I'm bouncing around. Uh, yeah, no, it's it, it it's been tough. It's been tough. But yeah, normally we're we're just you know, uh, two peas in a pod. Normally, so this is this is this is nice. This is nice. I'm really happy, really happy to hear your voice, buddy. Yeah, man. I mean, I I, I was trying to think about. When when last time
0: you know I, the last time we kinda did a chilling was when we did pod life together when you
1: were back in the September when yeah. you were here. But that would yeah, have been a, yeah uh, that, would that, have been that could time. have been, but that's more of an interview style. So yeah, definitely more of a pod life. Yeah. So pod um, life.
0: Yeah. What's up, baby? I'm about that pod life. <laughs> What's up, girl? I ain't got time. I'm I'm in my pod life right now. Um, okay. So, so, what are you drinking? What are you What are you drinking? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, when no, just a little background uh, to kind of uh-huh. pull the curtain back a little bit. Oh, um, I'm I'm tempted. We've, we've had a bunch of um, tech, techno airs uh, mm. to, to get this pod recorded, and um, we are we're, we're finally <laughs> up and running. Tell me about it. But when I cracked my drink, uh, I was I was ready to you know record like we normally do. But the stress got uh-huh. to me, I cracked it, and I've been drinking a <laughs> yeah. bunch of coffee. Like, As a reference point, it's 3.30 now. Uh, our initial call time was, like, like maybe around 1 o'clock. Yeah. at a, yeah. about to 11.30, it's like, oh, fuck, 1 o'clock's not going to happen. I kept, I kept bumping up the podcast by a half hour until we finally mm. got back into the studio. <clears throat> and uh, so to answer your question, we are, like, way behind schedule. And I started drinking. Yes. This is... Uh, Blackberry bubbly sparkling water beverage. Um, uh huh. Because it's uh it's because of a couple things. One, I'm on this new year, new you. New year, new me. <laughs> for one thing, down 12 pounds, aiming for another 12. Oh, um, baby. Yeah, and I want to kind of give myself a running head start for, uh, for February. Not
1: just your back hair, but other, other, other weights, yes?
0: Yeah, yeah, mostly from the top of my head. But, um, <laughs> yeah, also, I, I'm playing my first hockey game in like a year and a half tonight. And Ice I'm, hockey. I I'm I feel like I'm going to just be destroyed. I, I just have a feeling my body's going to say, mm-hmm. fuck you. So fuck you. We're, we're gonna see how all that kind of unfolds. So I'm gonna stick with a couple waters. Uh, try to hydrate my myself because uh, I was listening to this really good interview with Gary Roberts, and he's talking about um, McDavid's
1: work ethic Fit, and when he works with him, and fitness and all that good stuff. What's yeah. that? I said fitness and all that good stuff oh, fitness, yeah and he's like
0: you know some guys are just sweaters and if they're if they're if these guys that just like to sweat well uh they should probably have about oh, five liters of water in them a day i'm like oh fuck <laughs> well I, I do sweat a lot so i'm gonna try to aim for one liter and start there and see if i can eventually get oh, five liters yeah
1: buddy buddy when i'm when i'm sitting around waiting for a fire uh that entire day i drink about four and a half liters that's impressive, man. I, I, wish, I wish I had... When I'm on the fire, when I'm on the fire, I drink like six liters, so... That's really You got to bump up those numbers. Those are rookie
0: numbers, man. Yeah, totally. Like, the hydration is, um, it, not that it's not my top priori- priority, Priority, it definitely would be. Mm. My downside mm. is, be, because I don't... Like, if I was in an office gig or something like that, and it was just, like, punching numbers into the, into the keyboard... I, mm. I could drink and then oh, I'm gonna have to go take a piss. I don't have to like I don't have any important numbers that I crunch this second. I go yeah, take a yeah, piss. Yeah. You know like if yeah. I'm on the floor like I'm on the floor for give or take half hour intervals, so I'd have to wait half mm. hour. So anyways, I don't want to pee on my pants. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't want to pee my <laughs> pants
1: yes no I understand I understand yeah when, when I'm drinking all that water I just you know turn around and pee uh, not, not in the black because uh, you know th- that's where we feel like so we'll go on our hands and knees and we'll feel around for hot spots in the ground from the fire right. so we have to pee in the green so we'll find a nice tree that'll be my tree you know it's like my little, my little haven tree. it's all good yeah, it's my P tree. Yeah, nice. My my Jeff pee tree. So wait, you're <laughs> you're not you're not peeing on the fires, to put them out? What you guys are what are you gonna do? No, no, that yeah yeah. Yeah, you upset people if you do that. <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a rookie move. You uh you get in trouble. People you, that's, get that's, real that's like, mad f- <laughs> like sorry, our tax <laughs> dollars are going to be real us. mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you that's that's
0: like a beer fine. <laughs> yeah Um okay, so I mean we've got a lot of backtrack on, but let, let's let's kinda of, like do just Give me the rundown. How were the holidays? Everything was good? Got got any big highlights from the holidays? Other than your one eight-hour stop-in
1: in Toronto? Like, that was that was fun, man. It was good. Got to check out the market and everything. Had some beers. It was great. No, yeah. it's it's sick. It's right sick. It's, it's so nice to have so many no, no, so many friends, obviously. Like got lots of friends in the GTA, you know, like if you're busy, then you're busy. So like I gotta call somebody else. Sorry, man, but whatever. Um <laughs> so yeah, so like I've so just things. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> bro, you know, like, don't take it personal, you know, you gotta move on with your it's life and stuff. Like, episode, I, got life yeah, I, fucking, I got a life too. Yeah, I I got a life too. Come on, man. <laughs> Keep it, keep busy. Keep keep it real. You know, I'm <laughs> keeping it real. Just keep sounds, working. Sounds, just right, right. just we sound like working. Jordan right now. <laughs> <laughs> we sound like Jordan right now. <laughs> love you, Jordan. Love you. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. So so after Toronto, obviously, I flew right to London, uh, and then right off our right after I got off the the plane, I got right onto the the train and shot right for Nottingham in the M- East Midlands. Uh, so I got two friends there, uh, Andy and Nat. And I met them 10 years ago in Australia. So we had a nice, uh, you know, chit chat. Um, man, that was a wild time. Uh, we had a lot of drinking, uh, (laughs) drank, drank a lot of beers and I love the English beers, you know, the nice Cascales. And I got to experience some producing work from Nat. So he was, uh, doing some recording and some producing for, uh, some of his musician friends. Mm -hmm. And it was really it was a really cool experience to see how they do it. I've never seen it before. Like obviously you see it in the movies and stuff, but you like you see it and you're like, okay, yeah, they're done in like, you know, a half hour. No, no, it's like a whole day. It's sometimes a whole week. So it was very cool to see that. He's a master at his his craft, that's for sure. And funny enough, him and I were sitting down and or uh, driving around, and he's you know he's telling me he's like yeah you know like because he has his own band as well, and they're doing they're doing quite well. They're actually uh, hit BBC a few times, BBC Radio, yeah. and. He's telling me, yeah, you know, sometimes it's really hard to write songs. You know, it's hard to put it into words, like how you're feeling and everything. I'm like, dude, I totally know what you mean. Um, you know, sometimes I write songs like n- nothing. Well, sometimes it's a full song, but most of the time it's usually like little bits and pieces. Like starts off as like uh, some poetry or uh, some, you know, just some some words, but they're not rhyming at the moment. So it's more like a I don't know a writing or a writing piece but it's like okay well you could take that and you can mold it into a song and he's like so you have some songs i'm like yeah and he's like can i read some of them I'm like yeah sure no problem man like you're you're an artist i, I respect you so he, he reads some and like the first one right off the bat he's like is this a rap song i'm like no 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 it's, it's it's like a folk song he's like we're gonna go to one of my studios and we're gonna record this as a rap song i'm like oh my god, okay." Yes, please. <laughs> And I got to sing it. It was so funny. So, oh my um, God. He, he's, he, he, when he has some downtime, he told me he's going to buffer it up. Like, I already have like one of the, I have, I have like the, um, unedited version. Oh my uh, gosh! Which sounds? I'm smiling ear to ear right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I was like, it was so hard to like, because I'm like in the booth and it's so small because they want to have like make sure the sound is, is the sound quality is great. So I got my hat sideways and my pants down a little bit. <laughs> hey, hey, are you and flaring your arms? It, like- it's it's. Oh yeah! No, everything. It was. We got a few pictures of the like you know all that stuff. But it, it's so funny because. I'm laughing so much and I'm trying to be serious and he and he's like dude you could you could be ridiculous right now and you know like I'm not gonna care like don't feel embarrassed it's just me okay cool no worries so it took me like probably about four takes to really get it going yeah. and then like we're talking and we're hashing out we're like, oh, what, 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 like this like, oh yeah that sounds great okay sweet and he like he he freaking smashed it out in like uh, probably 45 minutes it took me uh, you know he smashed it out uh, like like 20 minutes. It took me like 40 minutes to get everything done because I was just giggling the whole time and laughing and not taking this seriously. But um yeah, I know. So he's going to he's going to, you know, remaster it a little bit and um apparently it's going to go on Spotify, so we'll see if we can bump those numbers up. <laughs> oh man, I love it. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I I I've shared it with some of my friends from fire because I I sang the song to them as a folk song uh back in uh back in the summer. Right. And it's it's a firefighting song about a, a town that we uh, we we, met, we base in, okay. uh, and then we fight fire from. So it's 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 kind of an insider joke, but it's it's kind of funny too. So uh, once once it's all good, and we have like the other edits in there and stuff. I, I will release it to the world, and we'll have maybe we'll play it on the podcast, and then we'll just like, have a have a you know a, a roundtable about the song. I am so excited, dude. Get get uh, John DeNoir and Greta the Great and Jordan and Kyle and like just hear from everybody and see what they have to say about yeah. it. We'll do a full review of it. What we'll do is we'll,
0: we'll get mm. everybody listen to it. They can and they can record like a two minute um, editor's take on it. I think that'd be hilarious. I'm in
1: or right. like. Or like, and then we'll do the editors' editors' take, but don't tell them. And uh, then we'll like play it for me, and then I'll be like, "Oh, that's what you think about today." Eh? <laughs> but anyway, um, so I, I digress about that part. Uh, so yeah, it was a really good time hanging out with the boys. Um, Nat has a thing called Chicken Club every Wednesday. None of them are working the next day, so they all get together. They go for wings and they get uh, pretty hammered, and it's a really fun time. So got to hang out with uh, Adam Slack from the Struts, the guitarist. All oh, right, right. Um, thanked him very. M- yeah, thank him very much for the tickets. Uh, meant, uh, yeah, met a bunch of other artists that that um, uh, that he records with, and oh, it was it was a lot of fun, man. It's it's really cool. It's really cool. Uh, it's just it's just really interesting to see these different guys. Um, and actually, Adam Slack is dating this girl uh, Kelsey Carter, and she was mentioned on the Joe Rogan po- podcast for having a tattoo, uh, a fake. It was it was a fake tattoo of. Um, fuck what one of the guys from One Direction I don't know who it was but uh, they, they talked about it briefly so it was really cool to meet her she's cool uh, She they, and they they did an open mic session so it, it was really fun it was really fun it just felt like it felt like one of the guys and they're just chill and stuff and then got to watch them uh, do a uh, a rehearsal for a Green Day show they were doing a Green Day cover night nice. and yeah I, I never got to see the night uh, you know where they did the show but um yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And then after after that, I flew to Prague and went straight to Český Bějovice to go see some family. And then I went to um, a, a Moravia, a place in uh, an area in the Czech Republic, to go see some other family. And I had Christmas there with them. So that was really special. Very interesting. Um, they don't eat any meat besides fish on Christmas Eve and Christmas Eve is the more important day. Yeah. And what they'll do is they'll buy, uh, it'll be carp. Carp is the traditional fish they'll eat and they'll put it in the bathtub for a few days. So it cleans, um, cause it's a bottom feeder. So it gets really muddy. So it'll clean out. Uh, the, the meat will become a bit cleaner mm-hmm. and then they'll have, uh, what we did for dinner was, Oh, well for, for lunch we had fish soup and then we had fish schnitzel with potato salad for dinner. Um, yeah, because like uh, I I got drunk with a bunch of my relatives on the 23rd. So then at midnight, it's the 24th. And I like we get back to the house and my my uncle, he's like, hey, you like you want some food? He's, he's saying the check. He can't speak, uh, can't speak English at all. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And so he pulls out some cheese and some bread. And he's like, you know, all good. And I'm like, any meat? He's like, no. I'm like, oh, yeah, right, the fasting, right, okay. So it was pretty interesting. Um, I went to church with them. I'm not much of a churchgoer, but it was very interesting and uh, quite lovely to hear um, some Christmas carols sung in, uh, in Czech. So that was a very special experience for me uh, for Christmas, uh, or Venotse, as they would say. Uh, I got a scarf, a Czech scarf for the World Juniors, as well as a Canadian scarf. So that was sweet. Yep. yep. And then on Boxing Day, I went with my cousin's husband to Ostrava to start my world junior trip. And yeah, Boxing Day, it was Canada versus the US and Russia versus the Czechs. So we watched both games and we were at the VIP booth and man, it was a hell of an experience. That, Sorry to run on there. I no, wasn't sure if you had any good. questions, but I but I, I I know we want to kind of keep the podcast rolling here. Yeah, well, it's, it's all good, and don't stress because like I think I think
0: who like, I think the people tuning into this podcast want to know what's up, but on top of that, I want to know about the firsthand World Juniors experience in Europe. Because oh my God! I was listening to James Duffy talk about it, and he was just like raving about the European experience, and I was like, <laughs> that's what I'm curious about because. Um, you, when they had it in in Buffalo was it last year, or the year before in Buffalo.
1: I heard mm. I heard some mixed reviews about that, but mm, that, like, last year no. Last year was in Vancouver, Victoria, and the year before that was Buffalo, and I think somewhere else, but definitely
0: Buffalo. Yeah, I think I think it was Buffalo, and then they, I think they had some uh, maybe some in the GTA or something like that. Anyways, mm-hmm. anyways, so. So, first of all, it's always like uh, the fanfare, right? The fanfare, and the, like, these stadiums look like they're what,
1: probably like 10,000 10, seaters or less than that? Yeah, yeah, about that, about that. So, Ostrova, um, I think, is bigger than the, the uh, Trinets um, uh, Arena. And that is, uh, uh, the Ostrova Arena is just under 9,000. Okay, right on. Yeah, yeah, so a decent size for sure. It's not bad. What at all. was what
0: was the, and what was like the um, the the fill of the compa- uh, like the attendance for those, those games, like, especially like Canada. I know has a following. The U.S. is starting to get a following, and Russia, I got imagine, would be a following. But like are teams, like Sweden, like are there a lot of those? Finland, like are there, do they have a lot of fanfare coming in?
1: <laughs> oh yeah no definitely so the Swedes and the Finns I didn't see them too much until the the quarterfinals and the semifinals Mm -hmm. because they were in uh, they were in group A and I was and Canada was in group B so or no sorry it was the other way other way around doesn't really matter. Anyway, they were in different groups. Um, <laughs> forgive me, my, my memory wasn't the best. I was drinking a lot of beer, also known as uh, Pivo in the Czech Republic. Uh, Is Pivo? <laughs> and it was going for a Pivo. You call it Pivo oh, in Czech. Pivo. Um, Pivo. P-I-V-O. Gotcha. Yeah. And, oh man, uh, the beers in the arena were going for like two seventy five dollars 75 Canadian. What? And then at most yeah if you go to the the grocery store, you can buy beer at the grocery store, you can buy every, anything at the grocery store. Uh, beers there in cans, single cans, like half liters, are sometimes under a Canadian dollar oh like Pilsner Raque a very a very well-renowned Pilsner, the original Pilsner uh, it was on sale for 16 check crowns uh, that is like 90 cents Canadian that is a big for man. a half liter. Yes, huge, absolutely enormous win. So you could buy like twenty-four beers, like a flat, which would be twelve liters for less than twenty bucks. That is fantastic. Yeah, and mind you, that's on sale. Uh, If you go to the pubs, usually pints will be anywhere around. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Usually around uh, standard would be around uh, two bucks Canadian, maybe even less. So that that was pretty pretty awesome. Oh man, people people were very happy throughout the the entire stadium. <laughs> Let's say that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah no, the fan cool. throw was awesome. Uh, the Czechs really showed up, man. Uh, awesome fans uh, during the Czech uh, versus Canada game on New Year's Eve. You would have the chance, and it'd be like uh, Czechia, and then you'd hear Canada, Czechia. Canada and it was so loud man it was just like echoing throughout the the whole stadium so or the arena so that was awesome I'm sure both players uh, sorry both teams loved it and we're just you know going right off of it you know Canada won I believe the score was seven to two or something so it wasn't very close but still like the fans are awesome the Czechs are are really good sports Um, they're very nice people you know they might be a little bit reserved but you throw a little uh, you know a few Czech words here and there and they open up to you so and And maybe buy them a beer and Everything's okay.
0: Now what what would you say the um the rivalry with Canadians overseas is like how are how are Canadians how are Canadians and then how are Canadian
1: the Canadian hockey team perceived?
0: How, how are they perceived there?
1: Um Anywhere, I would say anywhere besides the Americans, uh, they they see us as the the grandfathers of hockey. Um, you know, we're we're hockey royalty to them. So, and and that was the sad thing is that everyone's like, oh, Canada, of course you're going to win gold. And it's like, well, not really. Like we yeah, weren't the favorites in this in this tournament. It was it was the Americans, and then we we're kind of neck and neck with the, the Russians and the Swedes. Like it could have gone either way. And then the well, Finns have been won, uh, winning a lot uh, in the last number of years. Like they've done very well. So. Um, yeah, 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 uh, obviously, um, I don't think anybody really dislikes the Canadians. Maybe, you know, obviously Russia, we have a rivalry with as well as America, but Finnish people, you'd bump into them. Again, we'd be playing that game and it'd be like, you know, just soft jabs at each other. It's like, Oh yeah, well, we'll, you know, we're going to beat you. It's like, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> and then you'd laugh and, and then you make jokes. And like, I would always tell the Finns, I'm like, Hey, thanks for beating America last year. And thanks for beating them this year. Cause that was such a surprise that the Finns beat the, the Americans in the, um, the quarterfinals like a good yeah huge upset really like the the gold medal favorites so um you know i was giving them i was giving them some cheers and you know shaking their hands and i was i was actually cheering for finland against sweden because you know they beat america so many times so
0: yeah i think everyone Um, likes when
1: russia or the u.s loses
0: i gotta imagine pardon me i gotta imagine
1: that everybody likes when the u.s or russia loses yeah, no, totally. There, there's a few people that really like Russia. I think they they're they're big fans of, you know, like there's so many wonderful stars from Russia that the Europeans look up to. So like Ovechkin, Fedorov, um, uh, you know, McGillney, the list goes on. So there is that respect like Bury for sure too. I you know, definitely need to give him props. Um so yeah, and then there's there might be some people, like my, my cousin's husband, he's like, if I'm not cheering for Czech or Canada, I cheer for Russia. And I'm like, OK, so, so there's some people that don't mind Russia so much. I'm not one of them. Um, you know, if it's Russia, America final, I don't know who to cheer for. I usually just flip a coin. Um, But but yeah, and that kind of goes the same for most people. A lot of Czech people don't really like the Russians for obvious reasons. Uh, same with the Finns for obvious reasons. So. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 interesting, and then even like I don't know, like I found some Russians were pretty cool and chill, but a lot of them were kind of shitty. If it, like, I, I I didn't see, you know, this is this is the craziest, craziest thing, I did not see one U.S. jersey, not one, not one shirt, not one, Nick, like, no U.S. apparel like from the hockey team. Like sure, I saw some like Yankees hats and um, you know Dallas Stars jerseys or some stupid shit like that. I don't know, yeah, but tough. not one. Not one U.S. United States like team jersey or team hat or anything like that. I couldn't believe it. That's that's pretty. Surprising. So they were they were almost non-existent. So that was wild to me. But there was a few. There was a lot of Russians around, and there weren't. They were not very friendly. A, a, a good number of them um, at the gold medal game. There was a, a guy in front of me who's Canadian, and he was having a good argument with uh, the guy in front of him. And he was pretty much right against the glass. And, you know, these kids were, you know, so, uh, the Russians would go, Grucia! and then a bunch of kids behind me, like there was a whole hockey team of kids, and they're like 14 years old max, and they're like, sucks. <laughs> and so they kept going, and then he turned around and just stared at them. And then he gave them the finger, like these fucking preteens. he nice. just like... <laughs> It's like it's like the whole Super Troopers scene where Favre is getting in like in, into fights with these junior high kids. It's like, what are you doing, man? You're a grown man. Like, <laughs> leave them alone. They're just having their fun. And so this this guy, the Canadian guy in front of me, is like, "Hey man, like calm down." And he and he also gave him the finger, the Russian guy. And so he's like, "Fuck off!" And then the Russian guy's like, "So I don't know what was going on. I'm just like, sit the fuck down. I want to watch the gold medal game. I had some pretty good seats. I want to get the experience. So, man, it was it was pretty wild. And then also, I jokingly gave the finger to a Russian after the six nothing blowout. Right. And he's like, he looks at me, speaks Russian. He's like, and I'm like. Oh, sorry, man. Like I'm just kidding. Like it's all a joke. Everything's good. Like I'm just smiling. I'm wearing later hosen and a Canadian jersey. I'm not serious. Right. And he's like, oh, joking. Canadians always make joke. And I'm like, what? Okay. Like uh, I'm like, are we good, man? And he's like, nah. So I'm like, whatever. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. So after that, I just avoided most Russians and just looked for the Swedes, the Czechs, the um, the Canadians. Uh, the Slovaks are okay too Like Czech it's a very interesting concept um, like the Czechs and Slovaks used to be a country Czechoslovakia but they separated so they have a really good rivalry but at the same time if like when it was uh, Slovakia versus Canada they were cheering for Slovakia mainly so very interesting
0: yeah the dynamic is always interesting with the, with the, like the um, yeah, if you want a parallel in, in basketball or soccer with any of the, the um, former Yugoslavia
1: because yeah like Bosnia's well I don't know some if you if you know the history behind Bosnia and Serbia and Croatia they don't really get along too too well right
0: or not at
1: all yeah they get along, not at all. Yeah, or, or not at all yeah. uh, maybe like Slovenia or something like that or Macedonia they could cheer for um, when I was in Macedonia a number of years ago I was talking to our hostel manager and he said he cheers for anyone that used to be Yugoslavia and it says it was like Macedonia versus Greece and they don't get along so he it was Croatia sorry it was Croatia versus Greece and Macedonia does not get along with Greece obviously so he would cheer for Croatia because he's like we used to be one country and like that makes sense
0: by default, kind of. Yeah. Okay. No, so totally, totally. The experience so. was obviously a glowing one for you because of the heritage and, of course, you know yeah. being Canadian and everything like that. So that's a big one, I think. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was, it was awesome. It was like, um, obviously, lots of Canadians were there. I ran into some Canadian uh, checks. So uh, their parents are Czech, and they came back, and they're they're current. So they grew up in Toronto area or Mississauga, and now they're currently living in the Czech Republic, and they're working. They speak perfect English still, um, and they speak perfect perfect Czech, uh, you know, too. So it, it was very interesting. And he's like, "Oh man, you got to make the move. You got to make the move." I'm like, "I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like living in beer Canada beer. right now. Like cheap cheap beer is cool, but I don't know, yeah. but." Yeah, no. So, so that was really cool. Uh, and just going out on the town and there's so many Canadians like man, like I, I'm not sure if you you noticed on the TV or not. Like I didn't get to watch any of the highlights really, but I would say minimum, minimum 70% of the arena was Canadians and that would have been lowest against the Czechs. Yeah, it, it definitely but seemed... But every, every other game, it was majority Canadians, like, by far. Yeah, like, it, most games, I would say 90% Canadians. Yeah, it,
0: it definitely seemed like this was in, like, 90 Manitoba or something. Because it, there's, yeah. there's a heavy Canadian populace. Which, I mean, I think that's a big win for... You know, when you see the world gain so much better at our our sport. Like I yeah. always think that there's a big worry for it, but when you see how dominant Canada actually is, like you just gotta like you just gotta appreciate the good rivalries that have. Of course the US, Russia, even Sweden. But I think with Sweden there's more of a neutral respect than there is a rivalry.
1: I think Sweden, Swedes and Finns and uh, Canada, there's a very strong respect for one another. Uh, F- Finns and Swedes, obviously, there's the respect, uh, sorry, the, the rivalry, but I mean, like, their perception of us, big-time respect, uh, as well as, you know, the Czechs and Slovaks, too. Uh, there were so many, um, uh, you know, people that defected from uh, communist uh, areas, like, like uh, the Stasny's, you know, they left uh, Czechoslovakia, now Slovakia, um, to come to Canada. Uh, you know, guys like Stan Makita was born in Czechoslovakia, but he mostly grew up in Canada. Oh, right on. So, know that. like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, um, there, there's those, there's those, you know, um, expats right. or people that were born over there and then came over at an early age that kind of, like, you know, I don't know, pay tribute or They're seen as, like, a hero because, you know, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there were some Czech players that really looked up to Stan Makita if possible, because, you know, he was, you know, Oh, he's born here, but he's playing over there. Like, good for him. Yeah.
0: Okay, so uh, and then I <laughs> talk to me a little bit about the controversy. Controversy in the gold medal
1: game. Uh, you know, I don't really know that much. It happened so fast, and the, the terrible thing was, um, the jumbotron. They, they like the people that were running it. They didn't play replays at all. Uh-oh. So like, if there was a goal that that was being reviewed, they wouldn't like play the you know the, the what, what what just happened. You know the, the the series of plays that just happened before. If there was a penalty, we wouldn't get, we couldn't see it again. So it was kind of a kind of aggravating. So when that hole happened, that when it, when um, the camera happened, you know the the, the clearing attempt and I hit the camera and then went out. I didn't really know what happened at first. I'm like, oh oh shit, we're gonna go down. And then somebody's like, oh no, somebody touched it. And I'm like, I don't think somebody touched it. And then the next thing you know, it's just like, oh, it hit the camera. Okay, because you had to hear that from other people, and they talk about it and everything, and yeah. whatever. Like so, I, I did. I a lot of us were kind of in the dark when that was happening. We didn't understand. And then you see, like, saw the people pointing at it and everything. So um, I don't really know that much. To me, it's just a stupid thing. Like that's that's not Canada's fault, and I wouldn't say that we're lucky. Um, you know, instead like. <laughs> I, well, we are lucky that it, it hit that, but at the same time, that's the double IHF. And the, the people that agree that that camera can go there, that's their problem. Yeah. If you know what I mean. It definitely falls on, on their shoulders. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I, Russia I mean, can't blame us for that.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know how much communication you've had on the back, like back home. With with all that, but it has been like Bet, Sports Town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, our, our, our very private Instagram feed that uh, that all the shit talking happens on. Um, exactly. Mm-hmm, it's, exactly. It is like I I feel like it's one of those ones as as a as a hockey culture. We just got to be happy that it happened and it didn't work against us. Uh, and Duffy brought this up on the Jane Dan podcast. I thought it was really really. Um, smart, but he's like, you know, if it, if it was the other way around, it happened to Russia, everyone would be up in the yeah. house, you know? But, oh, we'd be pissed. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not doubting it one second. Yeah, yeah. so, but I, I'm glad that it happened where it happened, when it happened, and there was minimal, I'm going to say, damage or uh, bad PR, because, I mean, I saw a couple of hockey players uh, like tweet about it, and then I was like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's getting attention. I, you know, t- to be honest, I'm I, totally missed the whole game and I was like I actually got my news feed I know I know it, it, you know what I I don't know why I thought but I was, like, in my head I was, like, it's either gonna be Saturday night or Monday night I can't imagine it being Sunday but I don't know anything and it was Sunday but um, I got I got the news feed from from uh, our sports town feed and I was like oh yep awesome and I, I, I would almost on like a game to game basis uh, check your feed and see what's up uh, like see what on your Instagram what
1: like your stories were and how like the atmosphere
0: yeah. of everything it seemed <laughs> seemed like a good time.
1: Yeah. Oh man. Like I I had the one story there, the one little clip, and uh during the game winning goal, so like when it, when that happened, not be not when we like celebrated the win, but the the, the one that was the uh the, the eventually the game winner goal, uh somebody lost their shoe. <laughs> somebody My- was so excited and ran to the glass that their shoe fell off. Oh that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah so like in like, these kids like there's like like I said before there was these uh, during the gold medal game there was this whole hockey team of like maximum fourteen year old kids or under um so it was really cool to having them behind and they're just yelling and screaming and just you know you you, you you you're just wondering like what it would have been like you know through their eyes and stuff so it was pretty incredible man it's it was pretty sweet um yeah, there was there was a special needs kid uh, sitting next to me, and he's telling me he's from St. Catharines, like the whole like a bunch of the kids are, and he's friends with uh, Riley Sheehan, and I'm like, no shit. He's like, yeah, like you're an Oilers fan. I'm like, yeah, totally. And he's just like, I know Riley Sheehan. He's my friend. I'm like, that's fucking sweet. And yeah, so like, I, I, and like when they scored the game winning uh, goal, like everyone's just partying. And then at the end of the game, like times like 10 seconds going down, I'm freaking out. I look over and he's crying because they won. It was, it was incredible. So a very special moment. And, you know, he's going to be able to tell all his friends, but like, now that he's back home and uh, to me, it's, it's a really cool experience, but you know, I'm a, I'm a 30 year old guy and you know, things, things like that aren't so special. Like he remembers this and, um, you know like he's just he's going to keep going to more and more and more world juniors uh, you know it's special for me too but i don't know i think it's a little bit different but um yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, that's probably my favorite part is just you know going around and just meeting new people and having conversations with them. And sometimes they're like, oh, yeah, come out and, uh, you know, come out to the pub and we'll have a good time. And I'm, I'm wearing lederhosen, so I'm quite, you know, obviously I'm quite noticeable. And people are like, hey, it's lederhosen guy again. So that was <laughs> kind of funny, too, just being that uh, being that person. So having You're that persona. Guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And uh, it was actually really funny. I was at this uh, one pivnice. It's like a pub. And this older lady, she's serving it. It This one was quite the dive bar. It was right close to the arena. And I just wanted to go somewhere for like an hour and a half and kill some time. I didn't want to go all the way downtown. It'd take too long. And then she notices I'm wearing hose, and so she tells me to stand up. She doesn't speak any English, and she only speaks Czech. She's like, ah, stand up. And so I stand up, and then she gets me to move over, because there's this younger girl there, and she's like, ah, oh, you should date him, blah, 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 or something like that. And she's <laughs> laughing, and then she starts feeling my calves and, like, tap them, and she's like, ah, so strong, and stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And <laughs> oh, then they, funny. oh, man, I would. I was pretty upset um, Going through security I don't know Like at first I was kind of laughing But then I was like You know what No I'm not a fan of this at all uh, There's one female She was uh, checking me You know Getting a little pat down But then she started Cressing my butt And I'm like You know what This isn't funny I don't like this You know She really like She was really emphasizing And she's kind of laughing With her friends I'm like mm, Come on now This isn't cool I don't know I felt oh, I felt a little women,
0: then.
1: I felt a little violated I tell you what So <laughs> <I> oh <don't know. laughs> well, I it must be what I'm wearing, you know. <laughs> uh but yes, going back to like running into people, uh so I ran into some guys and they were hockey players out of Slovakia, uh, but they're Canadian. So funny enough, I ran into this one guy, Jordan Hickmott, who played um pardon me for the uh Oil the, the sorry, the Edmonton Oil Kings and the Medicine Hat Tigers, and he also played for U of A Golden Bears. And guess who he used to party with in the U of A days? Alicia Risling from the, my bobsled interview. No way. Yeah. Yeah. So like we're talking about the podcast and he's like, oh, do you know, like uh, who have you interviewed? And I'm like, oh yeah, some people. And I start talking about bobsledding and he gets like, kind of interested. And then I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, uh, I'm not sure if you ever heard of her, but she also went to U of A, Alicia Risling. He's like, I know Rizzo. I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Right on. <laughs> and so we're laughing about that. And like I was telling them like, fuck it. It's too bad because they had to leave um, that morning. And it, we're, we're, this was the uh, Canada versus Czech game. And then we're watching uh, some other games. It was New Year's Eve. So I went to go party with them that night. It was a lot of fun. And they're like, oh, man, it'd be so cool to do a, to do a podcast. It'd be so sick. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's been playing in Slovakia. And he's, he, I think he played in Austria as well. And maybe Germany, too. I can't remember exactly. But super nice guy. Oh, such a cool good dude. And then um, his friend that he came with, is I'm gonna butcher his last name. I'm so sorry, Tyler, if you're listening to this. Uh, Tyler Besco Rowani. <laughs> Ooh, <that sounds laughs> or it could like be, or it could Better be Besco So it's Besco, B-E-S-K-O, and then it's R-O-W-A-N-Y. So it's a little tricky. And then his his wife and uh, a pregnant wife, uh, Sarah. Uh, was there And she was she's super cool They're all so friendly uh, They 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 let me Come party with them Like I was like I was gonna go solo But I ran into Some people that I knew um, But yeah It was really cool To go with them And Tyler actually He's a goalie And he actually Got drafted by The Dallas Stars So yeah Yeah Pretty Pretty wild uh, He He's from Sudbury Where did he play I wanna say He played in Sudbury But I can't be 100% sure Um, And I do apologize for that as well Uh, We had many beers that night And many brain cells were lost But it was very fun to hang out with those guys And hear some stories And um, I I had a little bit of time In between um, leaving Ostrava To go to Vienna and I was like, man, it'd be so cool to go down and say hi to the boys and watch one of their games if possible and just hang out and stuff. But it just That'd didn't work cool. out. But, oh, man, so many sweet people to meet. The Czech hospitality was incredible. I'm so surprised they they were still so happy to see Canadians like, after the end of the tournament. You yeah. figure they'd be tired of us, you know, breaking glass or, um, you know, somebody, not me, somebody maybe puking on the sidewalk or something like that. But, uh, no, wonderful hosts. They seem to be... Um, to be very happy to have canadians around uh we definitely definitely uh put put a lot of money into the country as well as the city i think they were very happy about that ostrava it's not the nicest of cities but they were able to handle the canadian the canadians coming in with all the beer that's for sure they, they prepared by having all the beer ready for them. Oh my god! We'll just god, take man, all
0: they're... the beer. The Canadians will be here. We'll make it super cheap. we will <laughs> drink it all. We'll make a fortune.
1: Every Canadian that I saw won, win the fifty-fifty, they like the, the the host guy. He'd ask them, he's like, what are you gonna do with your winnings?" It's like buy more Czech beer. <laughs>
0: Everybody gets and, a beer. It's so cheap. I'm making money.
1: Uh, yeah, like I went to the VIP section. Uh, you know, I'd get v- tickets for VIP. And only $100 for VIP, and you get free food, and you get free beer, unlimited free beer, or wine, or whatever you want to drink. So you That's can awesome. believe me, I was double fisting as much as I possibly could. a boy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So All right, no, so it was, Aaron, it you're was still sick.
0: you're still deep in uh, the Czech countryside?
1: Uh, How no, much no, no, longer no. are you there? Uh, I, no, no, I'm, I'm in Austria now. Different country. Oh, I'm sorry, Austria. The Austrian countryside. <laughs> Yeah, I've been in Austria for almost a week. Um, And then? I'm in in Austria until Friday evening, and then I head to Rostock, which is kind of in between Berlin and Hamburg in North Germany. All right. Mm -hmm. And and then how long are you there for? uh, Rostock, only about three days. I have some friends that I met in Australia. They live there. And I'll I'll be there, and then I fly to Minsk in Belarus. I'm going to go to a hockey game and then explore the city and maybe some of the countryside. Then I'll go up to Lithuania and then to Latvia. I'm going to try to see a Dynamo Riga game, so that's a hockey uh, game as well. Uh, See what my schedule is looking like for them. Yes, I'll try to time it right. And then I'll go to Estonia, and then I'll fly over to England, uh, hang out with the boys again. And then I'm, lo and behold, flying to Toronto, February 12th. The best place in all of Europe. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll be in uh, Ontario for, I think... I think about 10 days.
0: Right on, right on, right on. Yeah. Um, no, if I'm you, pumped, if you are in Estonia, uh, or when you get to Estonia, please find yourself a beautiful bride there. I hear they're pretty cheap, and you can just <laughs> pack one up and send it
1: home. So, I good Pack idea it up you. and send it home, eh? They're that small. Yeah, That's I, right. Last time I met some Estonians, it was in Australia, and they drank a lot of my beer. I was not very happy with them. Um, um, they owe you yeah. one. Oh, they owe me one big time. I'm sure I'll... I'm sure I'll uh, get it all back here coming up, but yeah, no, I'm excited, man. The Baltic States, I've always, I've wanted to go to since I was a teenager. Belarus is always the kind of uh, intriguing to me because it's still communist. Um, You know, it's a, it's, it's a different uh, written language. It's Cyrillic. It's not Latin alphabet like we're used to. It's like the Russian alphabet. And I don't know. It'll be very interesting. it would be very interesting. So, yeah, I fly from Berlin to Minsk um, because if you do that and you go to the airport, you don't need a visa if you're Canadian. And, yeah, I don't know. I I need my my insurance translated from English to Russian. So uh, my insurance company just told me they can't do that. So I'll have to see what I can do. Maybe I print it off and someone can translate it for me. We'll see. I, I think... I think Charmate Belief legend Sergei Berzin from Belarus. So is I believe he of? is, oh. yes. He there's is, a few yeah. of them. And also Kribovsky, as well as uh, the Kostitsin brothers. Oh, right on. And Ruslan Soleil, I believe. As hi, well, Stella. Too.
0: You want to say hi to Aaron? Say hi, Aaron. S- Stella! Stella! <laughs> okay. Uh, Mr. Chalupa, I think that has to conclude our chilling with Chalupa episode, because mm. I've been summoned by the fam.
1: <laughs> that happens. That happens, man. That it happens. does happen. Oh, and let me just finish off with yeah, no, just emphasizing. I'm just, I'm just looking at my notes. The, the check partying, man. Um, I think there was three times where I rolled into my Airbnb at uh, five in the morning, so it was pretty rough. Uh, pretty, pretty tough times, but no, man, wonderful. Um, my Airbnb hosts were great. They were so awesome. Um, 20 bucks a night. You can't beat that for a private room. Uh, they cooked for me. They shared beer with me. I shared as much as I could with them for like beer and food. Um, they gave me rides some places. Sometimes, uh, the, the games were super cheap. Like I, I really Encourage anybody that's a hockey fan to go to a World Juniors game outside of Canada if you can't afford it, because Vancouver gold medal tickets before the gold medal match was set were going for around three thousand bucks. And my goodness, yeah, yeah, in Vancouver, I couldn't believe it. And me, like you know, I, I, I saw uh, Czech Republic versus Russia in Vancouver, it cost me one hundred fifty bucks. Not one ticket I purchased this tournament, not even the gold medal match. Was over a hundred bucks for me. I think the gold medal match I paid a hundred bucks for, so, so yeah, that was the most expensive one. For junior talent, well, junior talent, and dude, my seat for the gold medal match I was less than ten. Uh, frick, I was probably about uh, four or five meters away from the players' bench, and probably about uh, three, four meters away from the glass. So. That's a pretty sweet spot. Like I got I I, you saw my videos. I I was I got I got the perfect moments of like um, pardon me, Joel Hofer uh, getting tackled by uh, McIsaac. (laughs) So like that's that's pretty special, man. Like it was so cool to see the players on the bench and just jumping around, the coaches yelling, all that kind of stuff. So so for for a hundred bucks, man, you can't complain. You're not going to beat that. No, I, I'm never going to see that in Canada. I'm never going to get that kind of a ticket in that spot for 100 bucks. Never, ever, ever. Not
0: not even close for that, for that much.
1: And the World Juniors are in Edmonton and Red Deer, so that would be sweet to go to, but I doubt I'll be able to make it.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, when, so. when you
0: think of the dollars per cent, I mean, sometimes it, it is just better to watch it at home. But if you have totally. a chance to be there. But, like, I mean, i got to imagine your, your whole experience probably cost you – less than what the gold medal game would have cost
1: here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. My, my return my return flight from London, um, because I came around the holidays, was a bit more expensive, so I think it was $800 uh, for return. So that's London to Edmonton, then London to, uh, sorry, London, pardon me, Edmonton to London, London to Toronto. And then my little flight to fly from England to Prague was 130 um bus fare. Uh well my cousin drove me from yeah. Anyway, transportation was less than a thousand. And then pardon me. Uh beer. Oh my god, beer is a fraction of the cost in any Canadian arena, you know. <laughs> in in, like, in any Canadian city actually. <laughs> yeah, in, like two fifty Canada. <laughs> Yeah, it would be illegal for, for half a liter to, be, to cost $2.50. Uh, you couldn't so yeah. even go to a legion and get a beer for cheap. No, 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 no. Food and beer, much cheaper. Uh, my accommodation was quite cheap. Mind you, I don't really care where I stay. Um, so, like, I just bunked into an Airbnb just outside of um, the downtown area. It, it was like a bit of a tram ride. But 20 bucks a night, you know, fuck. <laughs> That's not bad at all and Network. yeah no like man like it, it, altogether it was probably it, well mind you I spent a lot of money on food and beer over time but yeah 3000 bucks um and then, like, I'm, I'm continuing on traveling, too. So, like, it's not it's just I came for the juniors. I also came to travel. But if you came out here, it costs you less than 3000 bucks easily. Easily. And, like, I'm a fucking animal when it comes to drinking. So, um, if, if you came with, like, the wife and kids or something like that, or just, like, you and the wife, it'd be much cheaper. So, um Yeah, no, it was it was sweet. It was sweet. No, everyone behaved themselves, met some really nice people, made some friends. Um, There was one Czech girl that was wearing a Hemsky jersey. That was hilarious to see. So I chatted. I chatted her up a little bit, being like, why are you wearing a Hemsky jersey? And she's like, oh, I was in Edmonton for a bit. My friends got me Hemsky because he's the he was the better Czech player on the team at the time. I'm like fucking A, that's sweet, I, I love Hemski, so um, no, people, I, I ran into a guy wearing a Hungarian jersey, and it was fun to talk to him, and he gave me his contact information if I ever go to Budapest again, so, it, it was really good, I, I really hope that uh, people saw me as a good advocate for Canada, uh, many other Canadians were good advocates for the country, and many people were very, very fun, I met some people couch surfing, some Czech people were cheering for Finland, it was very fun, it was, it was honestly, it's a, a thing I'll never forget, I'm very happy I was able to go and um, to experience, you know, the Canadians pulling a big upset and, and winning the, the whole fucking thing. Fucking A, brah. Fucking A. Yeah. Fucking A, bud. So I'll have more stories when I come back home unless we want to try to record again sometime once we all calm down from the stress. <laughs> yeah, exactly. From, yeah, uh,
0: from technology not killing my whole day.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right. Uh, I know you said you had a little bit of time, so I, I rambled on a bit too much, but... Yeah, I think you got it all, eh? <laughs> all
0: right, my man. Um, listen, thank you so much for doing this. <coughs> thank you so much for listening to the wild adventures of Aaron Chalupa overseas abroad. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, hope, I hope to see you in a couple weeks. You can finally check Rockin out the studio. Bud. I've been purposely not posting any photos because, well, hey, it's not done, but I'm just... A I'm, nice, a nice day, reveal. Yeah, every day just a little bit more, a little bit more. And I'm, I'm pretty pumped to get you in the studio.
1: Absolutely! Oh, and I wanted to just give a shout out to the Yukon and Nova Scotia for kicking ass with all the flags that they were um, the waving around at the the hockey. There's so many, oh so many Yukon uh, and Nova Scotia flags. Obviously, the Yukon for Dylan Cousins and the Nova Scotia probably for um, uh, MacIsaac, as well as just being a bunch of awesome people and awesome fans. So <laughs> yeah, just shout out to those guys. Now, all I'm right, <laughs> all right for
0: actually right. chilling with Chalupa. <laughs> Possibly episode 7 or 8 or 6 or 7 or whatever. and uh, Dude, we just lose track because it's so much fun. It is. It's true. All right. As always, thank you for downloading, tuning, and checking us out. This is the Not For 30 Podcast. That's Aaron Chalupa. We out. Done.